Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Thursday, October 7th, 2021. Stand up for your country. We've got a uh, quiz for you on the Biden administration. Kind of fun coming up uh, in a little while. It's a yes or no quiz. No heavy lifting, but I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, The president's off to Chicago uh, today, and he's talking about the vaccine. Okay, that's exciting, right? Um, There he goes. So uh, another day, another dollar, as they say, uh, doesn't really solve too many problems, but, you know, it's the way it's going. Rasmussen Daily Tracking Poll has uh, Mr. Biden at 43 percent job approval, 55 disapproved. Same outfit, Rasmussen asked people if they like Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell. Okay. 1,000 likely voters, Republican 36, Democrat 38, uh, other 26. Uh, That's fair. And Rasmussen comes up with this. Your impression of Nancy Pelosi, favorable 35, unfavorable 60. That's a bad number. In fact, it's they say it's she's the least popular congressional leader. Okay, uh, Schumer, net favorable 32. That's lower than Pelosi, but net unfavorable 54, that's lower too. And Mitch McConnell, net favorable 35, same as Nancy, net unfavorable 55. Um, So none of them are very popular, but Mrs. Pelosi is the least liked. Okay, so uh, what about uh, Joe Biden's approval rating outside of the daily polling? Quinnipiac, which is not a poll that I uh, have a lot of confidence in. Uh, 1,300 adults, Republican 24, Democrat 29, Independent 37. Do you approve or disapprove of the way Joe Biden is handling his job? Approve 38%. Ooh, ooh, that's not good. All right, disapprove 53. Um, Independence, approve 32. Wow, disapprove 60. So um, Biden, obviously, is doing a terrible job. Come on. Come on. Again, in your life, if you have people telling you that Joe Biden's doing a good job, that's like that's like saying the New York Mets are really on the right track to success. But I wouldn't argue it. I really wouldn't argue it. I would just go, well, interesting you think that way. Can't argue with irrational people. Okay, so here's a story that's much, much bigger than a lot of people think it is. Critical race theory being taught in public schools. Just to review, I used to be a high school teacher, so I'm, I'm in that mode. I always, I'm always reviewing. Critical race theory, if you just strip away all the BS, basically says that if you are white, you are an oppressor, that your ancestors and, and your whole culture oppresses African-Americans and other minorities. That's critical race theory. Liberals love it. They, they love it. Some African-Americans like it because it puts them in a victim uh, category where they can get stuff. Okay, And some African-Americans believe it. They believe if you're white, you're bad. I mean, just go to a Farrakhan rally. Okay. So that's what it is. 
And under our system of freedom of expression, it's allowed to exist. But what's not allowed is to take a theory. Of course, it's unproven. It's ridiculous. I mean, you know, all white people are oppressors. I mean, Mother Teresa, hello. Um, so to take a theory, unproven theory, and then bring it into the classroom and present it as fact to children. That's the controversy. You take a theory, which I think is insane and irresponsible and destructive, all three, and then teach it to seven, eight, nine-year-olds as fact. That's what's happening. Now, good parents understand their primary obligation is to love their children, but in the demonstration of that love, to protect their children, to protect them. That is your, and grandparents too, obligation if you bring a child into this world, to love the child and demonstrate the love by protecting the child until the child is 68 years old or whatever. She or he is your child. You are the parent. So um, I'm a parent. And I kept an eye on my kids in school. And uh, I very rarely interfered with any of it. I can't even remember ever dressing a teacher down. It's a Catholic school, a good school, responsible school. My kids got a good education. Okay. But I wasn't interfering in reading, writing, and arithmetic. I mean, you know, as long as the teacher was rational and if the kid got a bad grade, could explain why, I was fine. I was fine. But if I knew that my child was being presented with skin color as a litmus test in any class, I would have been over there in a shot. And I'd pull my kid out. I would. I'm not going to let propagandists poison my child's mind. So that's what this is all about. And all over the country, in certain school districts, not all, in fact, I would say the minority, critical race theory is being taught and the parents are angry. So enter Attorney General Garland, who, as I said yesterday, is essentially a puppet. Most attorney generals are puppets, I, I have to say. Bobby Kennedy was an exception. I read about him extensively in Killing the Mob. I didn't think Barr was a puppet, but Barr was a political player under Trump. But Garland basically is going to do what he's told to do. So he issues a um, memo that says, quote, put it up on the screen. Threats against public servants are not only illegal, they run counter to our nation's core values. Those who dedicate their time and energy to ensuring that our children receive a proper education and safe environment deserve to be able to do their work without fear for their safety. Department takes these incidents seriously and is committed to using its authority and resources to discourage these threats, identify them when they occur, and prosecute them when appropriate, unquote. That's a local crime. Say a guy went into a school board meeting and slapped somebody. Then the local police take care of him. Not you. But there's a linkage that Garland's trying to make, and this is an overarch. It has to do with white supremacism, okay? And I'll get into that a little bit more in a moment. Here's what I heard on Fox. 
What has happened now is that the federal government and the National School Board Association has declared a war on parents. All we have done over the past year is stand up and speak up for children. It's unconscionable that the Federal Bureau of Investigation should even spend a minute thinking about us. We all reject violence. Okay, so why, why, and she's right. I mean, there's a mother and she's very calm and saying, look, I'm not gonna let this happen, I'm gonna protest. And Merrick Garland, the attorney general, should stay out of it because he has no jurisdiction anyway unless I throw a bomb at the school. Okay, so um, I'm I was on a Hannity radio program. Get the Hannity soundbite ready. And when I'm on these radio programs, and I, and I do them uh, every week. I do Hannity on Wednesday, I do Glenn Beck on Friday, I do local WABC, Bernie and Sid on Thursday, I do local radio in New York on Monday and Tuesday. And I do this so people who don't, uh, dial into the No Spin News, hear my voice, all right? And, and it's a very widely listened to. Hannity's got a big audience, okay? So when we were talking about this yesterday, I said to Hannity, there's a bigger picture here. Roll the tape. All right, so this is a very fascinating story, number one, and you've come to the right place, Hannity. Me. <laughs> of course I did. Uh, well, yeah, all I mean, things Bill O'Reilly means all things. There you yeah. go. But you're a brilliant man because you've come to <laughs> Because me. I come to you, I know. Yes. Okay, first of all, this is an extension of the white supremacist accusation. That's what this is. So you remember, everyone will remember, that the progressive wing of the Democratic Party, which includes the president, Mr. Biden, they're warning America's not about al-Qaeda or ISIS, no, 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 no. The white supremacist terrorists who, I'm not sure what zip code they're in, but apparently they are an overwhelming danger to every single one of us. You remember that? Made a big deal out of it. Okay, so now, Terry McAuliffe, who's running for governor of Virginia, is going to lose that race because of the clip that you just ran. So McAuliffe is basically telling Virginian parents, hey, knock it off. You don't have a right to say anything to the school as far as education of your children are concerned. You button it. That's what McAuliffe said. Now, that's going to lead to his defeat, in my opinion, my humble opinion. Okay, so now the progressive has overstepped. Now they've told parents, you don't have a right to object to critical race theory. And this is an extension, okay, that if you criticize the left, no matter what you do, you're a bigot. So if you go in there, and a, a guy running for governor, Terry McAuliffe of Virginia, said it. You don't have a right to do that. You don't have a right to interfere with what's being told to your children. You have no rights there. Any parent, who really truly cares about their children will absolutely viscerally go like this. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Because this isn't about science or it's reading or, or English. It's about an opinion that isn't backed up. Okay. That's what it's about. So in Georgetown, there's a professor named Dan, Don Moynihan, 
okay? And Moynihan is a progressive. And Georgetown is far, far left, the Hoyas, right off the cliff. This guy teaches at the School of Public Policy at Georgetown, which used to be a good school, and now it's a left-wing nuthouse, okay? So here's what he tweets about Pompeo, the former Secretary of State, supporting parents' dissent about critical race theory. Here's what Moynihan tweets. Pompeo is a West Point grad. Perhaps he should return there. Tell the graduates that their parents should determine the curriculum. Better yet, why not tell military leaders that their parents are going to run things from now on? Who needs expertise? Now, this, this just goes to show you. So if you're a parent, including uh, Mr. Moynihan's point of view, you don't have a say in what your children hear in the school. That's what progressives believe, that the government or the authoritative college administration, they have the say. You don't have any say. So people are just absolutely crazed about it. And it's going to stick. It's going to stick to the progressives. And it's going to stick to Biden. Why? Because Biden hasn't repudiated it. In fact, Biden supports it. Roll Saki. And he believes, as I believe, as a parent of children, that kids should learn about our history. Uh, so as a, the, the spouse of an educator and as somebody who is, continues to believe that children should learn uh, not just the good, but also the challenging in our history. And that's part of what we're talking about here, even as it's become politically charged. I'm a history teacher. I've got a degree in history. Okay? Critical race theory is bunk. It's bull. I taught kids the negatives about America all day long, but I didn't tell children in my class to judge other people by their skin color. I didn't tell them that all Caucasians are oppressors because of what happened in the slave era. I didn't do that. And any historian who does do that is irresponsible and ignorant. And I can back it up 50 different ways. But Joe Biden, oh, you got to tell the children a bad stuff about America. You got to do that. You know, yeah, you got to bring in these people who hate America, despise our, our country. And you got to let them loose on the kids. Yeah, let's let them loose. But if you get a traditional teacher, oh, oh he's a bigot. All right. She's a racist. Really, really troubling. Troubling. Um, this could never have happened even 15 years ago, maybe 10. Never have happened because the media would have condemned it. Now the media applauds it, embraces it. You just heard the MSNBC thing. I mean, it, uh, I'm sorry, the Fox thing. I had an MSNBC clip. That's what's in my mind here. But I didn't use it because it's so insulting and so stupid that I go, I'm not going to insult my audience with this. But suffice it to say that MSNBC loves critical race theory and doesn't want any challenge to it. Doesn't. Okay, so Americans' trust in the media is now uh, the second lowest on record. I think the lowest was, uh, I don't know, the Roaring Twenties. <laughs> I, I couldn't even find Gallup poll just out. 1,005 adults, uh, independents 41, Republicans 29, Democrats 29. Fair, fair. 
Question, how much trust and confidence do you have in the mass media? 36%, a great deal or a fair amount. 36%. All right, 63%, not very much, none at all. In fact, none at all is 34%. 63% of Americans, it's a bunch of garbage. It's a bunch, and it is. Generally speaking, there are some good people, some honest people, <laughs> but it's just garbage. I mean, propaganda, it's just, you know, they, look, and let me back it up. All right, let me back it up. So the story about critical race theory, it's big, right? You heard about it. Everybody's talking about it. ABC World News Tonight, David Muir. He's got the hair. Did he cover it? No, 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 no. NBC Nightly News, Lester Holt. Not so much hair. Did he cover it? Lester couldn't do it? No. Nora O'Donnell, CBS Evening News. No, no mention. Mm, No, 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 no. (laughs) All right, so at 8 o'clock on the cables, MSNBC uh, lead story, Donald Trump's strategy to undermine democracy. (laughs) uh, No wonder nobody watches them. They don't care. And Comcast doesn't care. CNN, Anderson Cooper, lead story, House Select Committee's investigation into the January 6th riots. Of course, let's just go there. We, oh, yay. Okay. And on Fox, they did cover uh, Garland and critical race theory. Now, they hyped it a little bit, I have to say. So Garland isn't ordering anybody to do anything, just so you know. He's not sending the FBI in. There's no active investigation. He's just discussing it. Just like the white supremacy terrorists. They didn't arrest anybody. Hasn't been an arrest since Garland said that when Biden said it almost a year ago. No terror has been arrested. No incidents. But they discussed it. Because it's the threat. <laughs> All right. Questions, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Tweet at Bill O'Reilly. Um, let me know. Let me know. Okay, so this is depressing. A uh, English language newspaper in India called First Post broke a story that says the suicide bomber at the Kabul Afghanistan airport that killed 13 American military people was released from Bagram Air Base. Um, I think it was 10 days prior, something like that. And that was Biden. So according to sworn testimony in front of the Senate and House, all Biden's generals in the Pentagon said, nah, you can't just pull out, Mr. President. You got to leave 30, 3,500 troops, 2,500 troops to protect Bagram and other assets. Biden said, no, I don't care what you say. I'm pulling them all out. So as soon as he did that, Taliban ran into Bagram, uh, let several thousand prisoners out, including ISIS, and let them do whatever they wanted to do, and then took all the arms billions and billions of dollars worth of arms that were stored in Bagram. Good job, Joe Biden, commander in chief. Very, very good. You and General Custer, you know, you're the two best strategists. Um, So anyway, when I read this, I was really I was really angry because, again, nobody's going to report that. You're not going to hear that. This is a commander in chief. So if you do the math, Biden pulls everybody out of Bagram in the middle of the night when his generals say, don't do that. He does it anyway. 
All the ISIS and terrorist prisoners, Al-Qaeda, let out of prison immediately by the Taliban. One of them becomes a suicide bomber and kills 13 American military. So whose fault is this? Besides a suicide bomber. Okay. Scheller. Um, Marine Lieutenant Colonel Seward Scheller has now been formally charged six violations of the Uniform Code of Military Justice. Disrespect towards senior commissioned officers, willfully disobeying a superior, dereliction in the performance of duties, failure to obey order or regulation, conducting unbecoming an officer and a gentleman. Those are the six. Okay. So he um, openly objected, publicly objected while on active duty to what Biden did in Afghanistan and who, what the generals, the orders they carried out. Okay. So he's now formally charged, but it's not going to get into a trial. I'm, I'm almost positive they'll cut a deal and he'll be dishonorably discharged. I said yesterday, maybe general, but with six charges, it'll be dishonorable. Um, you know, look, I and you, I'm sure, feel sorry for this uh, lieutenant colonel. He seems to be a man of honor, but he shouldn't have done what he did. But I don't want him punished in any formal way other than he can't serve any longer, which is a punishment. Now, why they did this? Because he embarrassed Biden and Millie directly. Scheller embarrassed Biden and Millie. That's why this is happening. Okay. So uh, Senator Sinema, you know, was uh, chased around in a bathroom and in an airport by fanatical far leftists who were organized, and that's what they do. These people do this. All right. And uh, so some in the Senate and some Democrats uh, Cory Booker, I understand, is uh, in charge of this, wanted to issue a statement signed by all the senators condemning the people who bothered Senator Sinema. Bernie Sanders, according to Axios, will not sign that statement. And, he's, and he makes some gobbledygook thing. Uh, while we hope Senator Sinema will change her position on prescription drug reform, and support a major reconciliation bill. But until she does, I will not be signing it, Bernie Sanders. What a guy. Isn't this guy, he is so noble, isn't, isn't he? You know, uh, last year, I took a ride up to Burlington, Vermont, nice town, on Lake Champlain, and I kind of cruised by Bernie's little chateau on the lake. Just want to see it. Want to see what Bernie's got. Bernie's got a pretty nice spread up there. It's like a Dakar. You know, in the uh, communist Soviet Union, all the people in the government, they didn't, they didn't really live very poorly. They had Dachas on a Black Sea. Putin still has one. Um, and they lived pretty large. And I just flash back, it's Bernie. Bernie the socialist. He's got the big, big lake house, you know. Now, I don't care. I don't care. But. I think he's a hypocrite, and I think he's a nasty guy, not sticking up for his colleague in the Senate, Kristen Sinema. All right, poll uh, by Pew Research, reliable. Ask Republicans, do you want Donald Trump to run for president in 2024? 44% want him to. That's not a bad number. That's almost half. They want him to run. Um, at this point, you know, 
he's so controversial and uh, divisive that I understand. But he's got an opportunity. Now, I'm going to do this in a final thought of the day, tell you a little bit about uh, what we're going to have in the next 10 days or so uh, concerning uh, Donald Trump. Um, there's a report from The Guardian, a piece of garbage, The Guardian, but I have to tell you about it. Um, unnamed sources. <laughs> and it says that Trump is telling his aides who work for him not to cooperate if they are subpoenaed in the January 6th congressional investigation. Now, is that a false story? I don't know. Does Trump not want them to testify? Yeah, I would say Trump doesn't want him to because he's invoking an executive privilege as he should. As he should. You're president, you have private conversations, you don't, well, they're private. That's executive privilege. It's like lawyer, client privilege or doctor patient privilege. So Trump probably doesn't want him to do it. But this is out there, and um, I don't believe a word printed in The Guardian. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Okay, you ready for the quiz? (laughs) It's very easy. It's yes or no. You just answer yes or no. I have 10 questions. So the top line question, does it make sense? All right. Does it make sense? Does it make sense to allow millions of foreign nationals to enter the USA unsupervised? Because that's what's happening. Does that make sense? Yes or no? (laughs) I think... I know my answer. Question number two. Does it make sense to abandon Afghanistan completely, leading to human rights abuses by the Taliban? You had to know that was going to happen. Does it make sense to completely abandon Afghanistan? Yes or no? Third question. Does it make sense to shut down the Keystone pipeline and then turn around and ask Saudi Arabia to expand oil sales to the world. So we shut down our oil pipeline, but then we asked the Saudis to ramp up their production of oil. That makes sense? Okay. Fourth question. Does it make sense to support critical race teaching in schools that divides children on skin color basis? Does that make sense? Number five. 
Does it make sense for the federal government to spend so much money that inflation explodes? <laughs> Does that make sense? Sixth, does it make sense to support no bail laws that allow criminals to commit more crimes? That makes sense. Seven, does it make sense to be one of only seven countries in the world that allow unrestricted abortions? Only seven, about 300 countries in the world. Does it make sense to oppose voter IDs? So you wanna buy booze, gotta show an ID. Tobacco ID. Okay, uh, you want to vote? Uh, no. Does it make sense to oppose voter IDs? Two more. Does it make sense to say that white supremacists are a larger threat than jihadists? Not to me. It doesn't make sense. Oh, I gave away my answer. I'm sorry. Last question. Does it make sense for a president of the United States to accuse his own country of systemic racism. Does that make sense? All right, total it up, uh, the quiz. So you should have 10 no's. (laughs) No yeses. Now, if you have a yes, I want to know what you answered yes to. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Now, all of those 10 questions, Biden says yes. All of them. Makes sense to him. This day in history, October 7th, 1983, Sean Connery returns as James Bond in Never Say Never Again. All right, this is an interesting story. So about 18 months before he died, I visited Mr. Connery in the Bahamas. Um, Great guy. And someday I'll tell you the story of how I got to know him. Big Factor fan. And I did him a favor and, and we became friends and I visited him uh, in his home in the Bahamas, where he was living because of good tax rates. So anyway, Connery, as you all know, uh, did seven Bond movies, and the last one was Diamonds Are Forever in 1971. He said, I'm never going to do a Bond again. He's like Daniel Craig, and I'm doing this because the Bond movie opens tomorrow, the new one. So Craig says, after this one, I'm not going to do any more. So Connery did the same thing, Diamonds Are Forever. That was 1971. But in 1983, today... Never Say Never Again, open with Sean Connery, okay? He came back because they paid him $3 million in 83, which is more than $8 million today, which was an astronomical salary for an actor at that time. We get back. Never Say Never Again, okay movie, not one of the best Bonds. It wasn't done by the Broccoli's who own the Bond franchise. It was done by somebody else. Um, but Connery, I talked to him about it, and uh, he said, hey, look, you know, if they're going to throw that kind of money at you for a couple of months in the Bahamas, because shot, they shot it in the Caribbean, a lot of it, yeah, I'm going to do it, and he did it. So I thought you'd get a kick out of that. I'm going to have a review. If I, get, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to get to see the Bond movie this weekend. Um, I'm going to go. It's two hours and 45 minutes, so I may have to take a nap. Um, but I think that uh, James Bond has been kind of neutered. But I'll let you know what I think of it when I see it. Okay, so we got a good mail segment. Um, and then we have a final thought about the uh, next 10 days are going to be very busy here at the No Spin News. Got a lot of good stuff coming up for you. I'm going to tell you about it. Right back.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, let's get to the mail. Zach Legrand. Kernersville, North Carolina writes, Bill, I know you are adamant about the vaccine being the way out of COVID, but I'm curious to know if you have done research into ivermectin and specifically what India did to overcome COVID using ivermectin. So, Zach, I, I chose your letter to lead because this is on the right wing news sites on the Internet. Not all of them, but this is going around, okay, that ivermectin is a cure-all for COVID. Okay, so here's the truth. The FDA says, quote, ivermectin has not been shown to be safe or effective for COVID treatment. So that's why you don't have it here in the USA. In India, two states, India has states, all right, used ivermectin to try to get COVID under control. A state in the Himalayas, way, way up, where aren't any people, and a populated state, Goa, G-O-A, in the south of India. So Goa allowed ivermectin to be used to treat COVID. But then they banned it. And the health department of Goa said it had no effect on healing COVID patients. None. So that is what we have on ivermectin. Again, everyone, please, if you read this stuff on the Internet, 90% chance it's not true. 90. Cheryl Barkley, Horsham, Pennsylvania. Bill, will you discuss digital currency and negative interest? I will not, Cheryl. I think anybody who uses digital currency is out of their bleeping mind. Okay? You have no control over that. And I'm not a financial expert. But if I can't feel it, I don't want it. Greg Tucker, Orlando, Florida. I was told the real reason both JFK and Abe Lincoln were assassinated were because of their decisions on the banking system. Again, this is the Internet. This is whoever told you that or wherever you read it. Insane. Killing Kennedy, my book, tells you exactly what happened to JFK. Killing Lincoln, first killing book, tells you exactly what happened to Abraham Lincoln. Linda, concierge member. Linda gets direct access to me. Bill, just want to say thank you for your great program. It's my go-to first program to figure out what's happening in our country. I have your new bumper sticker, bumper sticker alert right on the screen there, uh, on my car already. I am waiting and hoping it's going to be a turnaround from the Democrats. Uh, You're going to wait a long time. 
you're going to wait at least two years. Democrats aren't turning around. They're dug in. But they're going to get their collective butts kicked next year in the midterms, I believe. I could be wrong. I could, I guess. Ted, President Biden says he and she had a talk and they agree to abide by the Taiwan agreement. I'm sorry, but I don't believe anything President Biden says. I believe he had a talk with Xi. I do. Um, I don't I don't think he would come out and say he didn't have a talk. He did. But she can tell him anything. Keith, concierge, remember, she told a weak, pathetic politician that China will abide by the Taiwan agreement. Of course, they will. Did anybody else flash back to Neville Chamberlain and his Munich agreement with Hitler? I did that as a history last week. Um, Lee, concierge member, active duty lieutenant colonel, was placed in solitary confinement in military jail, was this done for intimidation? We have not been able to confirm that he was in solitary confinement. I, I, I can't confirm it. So if I can't confirm it, I'm not reporting it. Tim Lavenka, Huna, Alaska. Wow. I look for violence to be starting. People are really angry, and when it comes to kids and grandkids, it's an entirely different ballgame. I believe it's going to get crazy. I don't think so. I don't think so. Most Americans are decent, law-abiding people. They're not going to get violent. Now, we saw the far left get violent after George Floyd. I don't think we're going to see conservative, traditional people get violent. That would be the worst thing ever. Now, you can say that, capital. You can say that. And that's a legitimate point. Okay. Um, History tour, Donald Trump and me. uh, We've probably beaten this to death, haven't we? But it it makes great Christmas gifts. And there are the dates. Just go to BillOReilly.com and we'll switch you right over. Or uh, Ticketmaster. And tickets are going great. And uh, I'll have a comment on on Mr. Trump in a moment. Um, Anything else? Do your Christmas shopping on BillOReilly.com. Help us so we can help you. we got lots of great stuff here. Really do. Word of the day, no japery. J-A-P-E-R-Y. No japery when writing to BillOReilly.com. All right, another quick break, and we'll be back with uh, President Trump and what we're going to do in the next 10 days. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, here is the final thought of the day. On October 18th, that's a Monday, we'll have an exclusive interview with President Trump. I'm going down to Florida um, next week, late next week, to do the interview. It's going to be different. going to be a lot of different things that he's never been asked. 
Um, and we will have that for all of our um, viewers and listeners. Everybody gets that. Okay. Again, that is Monday, October 18th. Now, three days later, October 21st, the evening of, we're going to have a special called The Real Joe Biden. We've been investigating him. Only BillOReilly.com premium and concierge members be able to see that. So we're putting it up on a Thursday night. You can watch it all throughout the weekend. We'll keep it up there for about a week. But only the premium and concierge members on BillOReilly.com can see it. Now, the reason we're doing this is because we want more premium and concierge members. And we're going to do periodic specials. Now, it's so easy to become a member. You just go to BillOReilly.com. And if you become a member, you get a free book. And I think they're throwing in bumper stickers, too. Just for being a member, we taught you the book, Killing the Mob or any other killing books. Okay? Or any, any of my books. There's 19 million copies of them in print. You should have them. So it's a great deal. You're going to love this special um, because it shows a side of Joe Biden that nobody knows. We're going back and we're going to deal with him today, of course. But that'll be a special on BillOReilly.com. Now, as far as the uh, Trump O'Reilly history tour is concerned, it's taking on more importance now because the president, the 45th president, is like this with the 46th president. Boom. Okay. So I think Donald Trump wants to run again. Whether he will or not, nobody can predict. But in the history tour, we're going to get very specific about what he did while he was in the office, the Oval Office, because it's never been reported, as I pointed out. So I don't know how he got the vax, how he dealt with the Taliban, how he dealt with Xi in China, Putin. I got lots of questions about Putin, how he kept inflation down. I mean, on the radio today, I was going over the, the gas prices. Um, I think they're up something like 75 cents to a buck since Biden is in a gallon. And it's supposed to go up another 50 cents before Christmas. So, I mean, what, you know, Trump was there and gas prices were low and then Biden comes in and boom. How did that happen? Exactly how did it happen? So there's no theory here. That's what we're going to get into. All of those history things. We're going to stay away from, you know, the fake news, the election. You know, if Mr. Trump wants to address it in the Q&A, because you guys are going to be able to ask him questions. Okay. But for my part, I'm going to zero in. And, um, you know, it's worth it. It's, gonna, it's a once in a lifetime. It's a once in a lifetime for me. Okay, I'm never going to get an opportunity like this again. I got four hours, and they're all going to be different. All shows are going to be different. I got four hours with the 45th president of the United States. Actually, more than four hours because the show's going to run about 2.15. All right? And um, I got more. And that is really going to be something. So that's what we have coming up. We appreciate you watching tonight. Um, we got a column coming Sunday at noon. I know many of you like the column and we'll be checking in all throughout the weekend. See you on Monday.